This is Purple Roof Podcast and audio articles giving you the latest news and research from the green roof industry. And this is the audio version of my article Green Roof Plants. How do they survive? Green Roof Plants. What's their secret? Do green roof plants matter? Yes, absolutely! The vegetation on a green roof is a central part of the engine that drives evapotranspiration. Evapotranspiration helps to ensure efficient green roof stormwater management. Also, if the roof isn't covered by a protective layer of vegetation, the soil might simply just blow away or even flush away during a rainfall. Selecting green roof plants. The choice of green roof plants is important and should be carefully considered. The layer of vegetation should be selected based on climate region as well as well tailored to the soil. Vegetation and soil are closely linked and healthy soil biology is essential for happy plants. If the vegetation layer crashes, the functionality of the entire roof is destroyed. What are sedum plants and what makes them so tough to kill? So, which plants should you use on your green roof? Often, sedum plants are a popular choice on extensive green roofs. Why is that? Well, sedums are the camels of the plant world, incredibly hardy and tolerant to drought. Usually a mixture of different sedum types are used, including fast-growing rudral species as well as slower-growing and more deeply rooted deciduous varieties. The fast-growing rudral species can colonialize a roof at astonishing rates. And this fast colonization creates a protective blanket over the soil and gives the slower growing species time to spread. The rudral sedums are more sensitive to drought than the deep-rooted species and will die back with time, particularly during hot and dry summers. Sedum plants are particularly common on extensive roofs. These roofs have very shallow soil layers, so the plant roots experience extreme temperature fluctuations and long periods of drought. The secret of sedums. So what is the secret to the hardiness of sedums? Sedum plants make use of a neat little variation of photosynthesis called Crassulocean acid metabolism, or well, it's much easier to just call it CAM. Now this modification makes it possible for the plants to close their gas exchange openings, also called stomata or guard cells, during the hot daytime and then open them during the cooler night when less water is evaporated. And some sedums even switch between this CAM and so-called normal photosynthesis C3 depending on environmental conditions. And these plants are referred to as facultative CAM plants. Broadleaf and rudral sedums are used on green roofs for different purposes. Deciduous broadleaf sedums add to the natural cycle of life more so than the rudral species by adding biological material to the soil. However, the fast growth of the rudral species also has its benefits, particularly when it comes to quick plant establishments. What about using local vegetation on green roofs? 
A lot of research is currently being done on the use of more local or native vegetation. Local vegetation has evolved in the relevant local weather conditions, which could, in theory, make the roofs more resilient with lower maintenance requirements and lower plant stress. However, carelessly using unresearched plants can really end in tears. Even though the local plants have evolved for your specific climate, they haven't evolved to the extreme conditions on a green roof. They simply are not used to living in a 10 centimeter soil profile, that's about 4 inches, as their taproots prefer 1.5 meters deep soil profiles. And they are not used to the FLL growing media, as they are used to growing in a loamy soil. Thus, they might require a lot of irrigation and other type of maintenance. Care should also be taken when using plants that create a lot of dead biomass that can dry out and become a fire hazard. On intensive green roofs, much larger vegetation with deeper roots is often used. These roofs can be beautiful urban gardens. However, Unlike many extensive green roofs, intensive roofs are rarely built for the sole purpose of stormwater management. Thus, the demands on the vegetations are completely different. As both storms and droughts become more frequent and intense, and climate change continues to push temperatures to the extremes, it will become even more challenging to navigate through the list of plant species that can handle these difficult and trying conditions. How do I pick plants for my location? First, one must consider the evapotranspiration rates of the plants and see how this matches up with the local rainfall patterns and rain volume. This will tell you if you need irrigation or not. If you're designing the green roof mostly for aesthetics, be willing to accept more plant replacement risks. We always remind people to look at the forest. It's mostly green trees out there with very little color coordination taking place. Plant replacement is costly for the building owners and choosing plants that are not optimal for the local climate might be devastating. It's also not uncommon that aesthetic traits like flower color or leaf shape take priority over function. If an architect wants a roof with only yellow plants to achieve a particular landscape design, such a roof will suffer extremely low diversity and might not be as resilient as it could be. It might look pretty, but it will be very maintenance intensive and costly. Focusing solely on aesthetics might be an option if the purpose of the roof is to be visually pleasing. If the green roof is not visible and is mostly functional, be sure to go with the strongest, simplest and most foolproof solutions and choose plants that can handle drought or low maintenance and have low nutrient needs. One common approach in green roof construction involves planting pre-vegetative mats containing up to 15 different species, all with varying growth strategies and climatic adaptations. The one most suited for the local climate will eventually take over and thrive on the roof. And that concluded part one out of two parts of the article Green Roof Plants, How Do They Survive? Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions, you can contact us as always per email at info at purple-roof.com or through our website contact form. And don't forget to subscribe to us. You can find us on all the major podcast directories, including iTunes and Spotify, and follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter or YouTube. 
My name is Anna Sakrisen and this is Purple Roof Podcast and audio articles bringing you the latest news and research from the Green Roof industry.